0: Hello, and welcome back to Mind Menu. Um, after just, just a little bit of technical difficulties, I am back, and I'm back. <laughs> welcome back. Okay, so for this episode in particular, I had an idea, essentially based off of a tweet that I sent yesterday, where I was like, you know, I have, or I just realized that I have like five songs that I've literally finished. I've just never done anything with it recorded or anything, and that's on procrastination. Um, And I thought that that was, I mean, it's true. It's true. Sometimes I just don't feel like starting the song process. But yeah, I do have, I think I actually have six, but I have five that I actually like. I think the sixth one I was like, eh, about. But (laughs) anyways, that happens sometimes. Um, But yes, so I thought it would be a good... Well, maybe maybe good i I thought it'd be a cool idea to talk about those five songs and you've never heard them before because they've never been posted anywhere they're actually only like literally only living in my archives on my phone um (laughs) they're just in my voice recording memos and i actually have a tab called song ideas and how many are there in there There's actually 40 recordings in my song ideas tab on my phone. So I thought it would be a cool idea to go through not all 40, but to go through some of them where there's like a complete song and talk about some of the lyrics that are in it and just talk about like things I remember, things that um, maybe have inspired those songs or, you know, just really anything about that song. And I thought that that would be cool because I think a lot of these songs, um, if you have listened to any of my songs before, they're they're a lot less happy. Um, And I don't, I mean, they're not like, I'm depressed. You know, it's not like incredibly downer songs, but I do think that a lot of my songs come from a specific place in my heart that is like maybe a little uncomfortable for me to talk about without it being in the form of a melody. And so I thought it would just be interesting to kind of talk about those and get some behind the scenes on those. So if you are ready to listen, here is a preview of the five songs that I will be talking about. Um, These are the titles that they have for now. They may change in the future when I, at some point in my life, publish them after producing them, but here are the titles that they are for now. There is If You Were Honest, Sincere, On My Mind, Need to Know, and Shattered. So I'm just going to go, maybe not necessarily in that order, but I'm going to go and start with the most furthest one from this time, so the oldest song. Um, from that list and I'm going to play you some snippets from my phone and so that'll be super exciting and keep in mind when I record these it's like I set my phone up on my piano after thinking about something that was like oh yes I have to put that in the song and then I (laughs) I mean it doesn't always sound the best afterwards so like yeah, and sometimes I don't even know what I'm singing. And so I like change notes and just don't expect it to be perfect. Okay, it's an idea for a reason. And I'm the only one that listens to them for a reason. And the only reason I'm telling you now what they sound like is because I thought it would be an interesting thing to talk about and an interesting thing to um, sort of just feed on and learn about and you know, the whole process behind the songs and also what they mean and what they represent. So, without further ado, it looks like the first song I have is Shattered. Okay, so this one, it looks like it was written or recorded at least March 3rd, 2019. So, a lot of these are actually pretty recent because um, a lot of the songs I do actually already have produced and put out. So, this one was written the beginning of last year. And so I'm just going to play some of it and talk about what parts I want to talk about. So this isn't going to be like the whole song, but I'm just going to play it and then I'll pause it when I have some things that I want to talk about. Okay, so I'm actually going to pause right there because that was an interesting lyric that I thought about, um, hurt people hurt people time and time again, and I actually very much remember my inspiration from this specific song, and it was actually, it was actually based off of a sermon, um, that happened at my church, and it was about how, how we affect others, you know, through our actions and through through our words and how um, they had this visual representation of what, what our actions do. And there was this, um, it was probably plastic, but two people were holding it up on the stage. It was actually our worship minister and our intern at the time, love them both, they would hold a sign that, you know, represented others, and every time that our youth minister would say something that would tear them down or do something that would tear them down, he would literally take this physical hammer and smash it. And by the end, it was completely shattered. And so that's where I got this image of just shattered, which is why I have the name shattered as the title. Um, And the hurt people hurt people time and time again, that was something I really felt was important to put into the song because I mean Christian or not it's it's still something that I think we can all agree on that when you're hurt you tend to hurt other people and that was uh, a part that I really wanted to capitalize on and how our actions can affect others and the next lyric which you'll hear um, sort of talks about it sort of adds on to that idea
1: Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Now we're both just.
0: So, I mean, excuse the audio quality because it is a phone recording and it was probably really close to either my face or the piano and so that kind of messed it up a little bit. But it said, we act like it doesn't matter. Now we're both just shattered. Which, again, initiates that shattered idea which I had into the song. But I really loved how... I mean, I'm just, like, gushing over my work, but this was this was a, over a year ago at this point now, and looking back on what was going through my mind after that sermon being so fresh was that, you know, we tend to ignore it and we tend to not think much about, you know, how our actions can affect others. But in reality, we're just hurting both of us. And um, so, yeah, that's... This wasn't necessarily something that I was like, dang, I did this and this person got hurt. Now I'm going to write a song about it, which, you know, I'm not saying that I haven't done something to hurt someone. Um, I'm just saying that it wasn't necessarily an idea that came from a personal experience. It was an idea that came from this sermon that was that was told in a very visual way. And I thought, I thought this was a great way to um, sort of reflect on that message that was given. So let's, let's dive, dive a little deeper. <laughs> because when they started
1: it, but I didn't stop it, and I got again.
0: That was an interesting part that I wanted to talk about too. I say, well, they started it, which I think... I think that's something that we and I'm, I I I know in previous episodes, I say I think a lot, and I'm not trying to, like, push my own, you know, agenda or anything, but I, I mean, it's not, it's not that, it's not that I'm pushing my own agenda or anything like that, it's just me reflecting on how I, how I see, you know, what, what happens in our culture and in our lives, and I think a lot of times, I said I think again, but I think a lot of times, uh, we just typically try to justify our actions, and we know, I mean, the, the very fact that you're just justifying it proves that you know that something is wrong and you know if you did something good you wouldn't have to justify it if you did something right you wouldn't have to justify it. if you did something just you wouldn't have to justify it um so the fact that we justify some of our actions sort of shows that deep down insecurity we have about the decision that we've made and so the the lyric that says well they started it kind of proves how you know sometimes you know again where I was like well we're ignoring it and and no one's acknowledging that it's happening which just hurts the both of us in the end but the fact that well they started it kind of kind of justifies well you know at least i wasn't the instigator in whatever this situation was and again this is very vague because i love songs to have a clear message but not a like pinpoint time or or action or decision and that makes it a lot more interpretable is that a word to whoever hears it and i can still capitalize on what i want to talk about without it being obvious that well this person hurt me you know it's not like well joe hurt me this day and after doing this and now you should not like him like it's not it's not a song that specific and that's what i love about writing songs is you can you can literally say whatever you want be as vague as you want be as specific as you want and it's still it's still your art but then the next line i said well they started it but i didn't stop it and that that part I I really felt was important to talk about because that, that's just initiating that whole conversation of well, you know, even if you didn't start it, you clearly had no role in stopping it either. And so if you are justifying, you know, whatever happened by saying, it wasn't my fault, it didn't start with me, that's not enough. It, it has to be enough to say, I saw what was happening, I recognized the hurt in that situation and I did my best to stop it and that that's the most important part and so if we're not if we're not doing our best to stop those situations from happening where we're tearing each other down then nothing's going to get fixed and again we're just both gonna get shattered I'm
1: broken, and I'm broken,
0: And excuse the wrong note, because that does happen when you're playing to literally just yourself. But I said, and I'm broken and I've broken more than I can count. And so that part I just really wanted to talk about because I think the idea and the concept of being broken and, and causing others to get broken because of that state of brokenness that you're coming from, um, that is, you know, very in line with the hurt people hurt people. And specifically in this song... I was talking about being broken as in having, you know, sinful natures and not necessarily living the way that we were intended to live and not acting the way that, that we should. And so the, you know, I'm broken and I've broken more than I can count. I liked to add that more than I can count in because just I, I liked to, I mean, I don't like to think about it, but I thought it was important and sort of introspective to think about how many times where I didn't intentionally hurt someone because I was hurt. You know, I wasn't intentionally trying to be rude or trying to brush someone off or ignoring someone else because I was feeling poorly. But how many times has that happened just because I wasn't feeling the greatest? And so thinking about, you know, you probably can't even count how many times, even if you did keep a count, you know, not necessarily it's, It's too big of a number, which it very much could be, but at the same time, you probably aren't even aware of how many times you have caused someone else to be hurt or or to be broken. And so that was something that I thought was very interesting, listening back to this song and hearing that lyric.
1: And I'm sorry, so sorry.
0: And then the next line, it was literally, it didn't take any sort of artistic creativity to come up with. It was just, I'm sorry, so sorry. And I thought that that was, again, I keep saying I think, but it definitely was an emotional, more on the emotional side of a line to, to choose to say because, you you know, you're just putting aside all of the cryptic messages and, you know, well, I'm broken. Well, what does broken mean, you know? But I'm sorry. There, there's no misinterpreting that. It's it's I'm sorry. It's I've done something to hurt you and I'm I'm sorry. And I thought that that was important to put into the end of the song, especially in this bridge portion where it's like, this is what I've done wrong. This is what I see going wrong. This is how it's affecting us. But hey, I'm sorry. I want to change. I want to be better.
1: Cause when they started it, but I never stopped it. So I made us broken okay
0: so this is something that I love to do in songs is where I make the chorus very similar to how it's been you know previously in the song but I change a little bit of the wording so that it changes a tense or it changes who it's talking about or something like that or maybe a line gets changed that changes the entire message of the chorus and I love to do that because it, it's sort of you know when you're listening to a song you don't know what's coming up with the verse or the chorus but then by the time the second chorus, comes around, you're like, oh, I've heard this before. So when it changes up at the end of the song, you're like, wait, you know, what changed? And then it really emphasizes what you've changed. And so in this portion, I changed the tense of it. And I said, so it says, because when they started it, but I didn't stop it. And I got us broken again. Um, maybe it wasn't exactly that. I'm still paraphrasing. I I don't listen to this a lot. It was a year ago, Um, but that changes the tense. So it's not like in the previous it was more of uh, I like to write in the sense of someone and what their thoughts are and less necessarily what they're saying. And so sometimes I'll, I'll say something and it's not them talking. It's them paraphrasing what someone else says or paraphrasing what their thoughts are. Um, that's sort of hard to describe, but I do talk about, I do use that in a different song, so I'll, I'll I'll definitely bring that back up later, but that is something that I love to do and capitalize on because it shows multiple perspectives, and this portion... I changed the tense um, because it says, well, when they started it, but I didn't stop it, I got us broken again. Now it's, it's literally just that person talking. It's saying, hey, from me to you, from, from the broken person to the person I made broken, when they started it, but I didn't stop it, I got us broken again. And it goes along with that, you know, super introspective, just, hey, I'm sorry. And I thought that was a good way to end the song and kind of, it doesn't necessarily say, well, now life is happy. Now life is great. But it still brings up that idea of, you know, noticing and respecting the issue. Not necessarily, I don't think respect is the right word, but at least acknowledging that the issue is there and working on ways to better respect the the other person that was in the situation as well.
1: Now we're both just shattered Shattered.
0: So I like to end the song. You know, this wasn't a now life is great song. I ended it with saying, Now we're both just shattered. Um, but again, it goes with the introspection of, Hey, I noticed that I did something wrong. I noticed in the ways that I've hurt you, maybe not in all the ways, but I've noticed in some ways how I have affected you. And I want to tell you that I'm sorry. And I want to acknowledge the pain that I've caused. So yeah, that was that song. Um, again, I'm not a super, you know, oh, it's a sunny day songwriter, you know. I am I like to talk about, you know, real things, real... I mean, not saying that sunny days aren't real, but talking about, you know, issues that a lot of people have. And this isn't necessarily, again, not a, not a pinpoint, well, this happened to me. Um, but it's something that you can definitely apply to situations in your life. And that was something that I... I was super excited to write about, and clearly I wasn't as excited to produce it because it's still not been recorded, but I do have the full recording on my phone so that I won't forget what it sounds like. Um, So maybe sometime in the future you will hear that song, and when you do, and you hear the full song, you'll know just exactly what I intended behind the lyrics. Um, So yeah, let's move on to another song. Okay, so I'm going to jump right into a quick little segment, and this is a new segment for song recommendations, as you could tell by the title, and so I decided for this segment, I would just go into a playlist that I have on my Spotify account, and this one is called Live Worship, and with these little, like, two-period things, they're like, dots but they're like in the middle and not at the bottom like a period, you know what I mean? Um just to make it look fancier. Anyway, that's what it is. Um my Spotify's Macca the Millington. So, anyway, I was going to go into it and pick some songs that maybe you haven't heard. You probably have. But there are some in here that are very obviously super popular. So, I didn't want to maybe do those. Maybe maybe I'll put a couple in, but I was just going to give a few songs that I thought were worth a listen. One song that wasn't necessarily something I had heard of before, but when I did hear it, I loved it, and that's Heart Abandoned by Passion, so that is a good song. Death Was Arrested, the live version. I know you, uh, if you listen to Christian music, it's probably one you've heard before, but the live version from North Point Worship is probably one of my favorite songs to listen to. By the way, th- I mean, it's called Live Worship, but Live Worship is literally my favorite thing to listen to because I just love hearing um, the excitement that the you know the audience gets from the music and how how excited they are to just be there worshiping and this song specifically is one of the best songs to listen to there's literally just like a 10 second pause where it's just silence And then the audience is just clapping, and then the music comes back in, and I just, I can't, because it's talking about, you know, Jesus rising from the dead, and I just, oh my goodness, I couldn't. It was so good. It still is so good. Death Was Arrested by North Point Worship. Amazing. Run to the Father I Love by Cody Carnes. I Will Wait by David Leonard. This song, um, I haven't heard really on the radio, but I love it. The bass, if you're a big bass person, listen to this in, like, a car or something where there's great bass and just, just live it. Just listen to it, love all of it. It's called Calm the Storm by Union Creative. Amazing. The last one I want to talk about is Breakthrough by Red Rocks Worship. My best friend Marissa actually showed this to me, and I, I mean, I love it, and it's a great song, and after she showed it to me, like, the first time she showed it to me, i never heard it before, and then after, now it's, like, on the radio every other day, so I mean, not every other day, that's not that often like every other hour um it's it's pretty big on the radio right now specifically but I still haven't heard any churches or anything sing it so it's not it's not there yet it's not that that popular yet but I love it you should love it too I mean I'm not telling you what you, you should love but it's a great song so anyway yes those are the songs you can find them on my spotify or you can find them on your spotify whatever you want let's get back to the podcast Okay, I am back with another song and this song is called if you were honest So that was like the first song that I said was gonna be on here But again, that wasn't in order. I was just listening the ones that I remembered So this one is if you were honest and it was written the 3rd of April 2019 Well, ne- not necessarily written but at least recorded. So this is exactly a month after I recorded Shattered so this will be interesting. Let's give it a listen
1: I'm done with keeping know Of faces that you keep in your and you change them when you need them if you're honest.
0: okay so this was an interesting line um listening to it it introduces the title which is where i got the title if you were honest um but it says um i'm done with keeping up with the faces that you keep in your closet, and you change them when you need them, if you're honest. Now that is one of the most cryptic things, like, I've said, um, and let me just explain that a little bit. You probably get the gist of it, and this doesn't necessarily come from a personal experience. Like I said, again, sometimes I'm just an empathetic writer, and I write about issues that I know exist, um, but again, in a very vague, not necessarily not necessarily super vague, but not a specific instance. again, because it's not my life or my personal experience. but this is you'll you'll be able to tell kind of the vague, Topic that I'm talking about when we get into the song, and hopefully when it gets released at some point in my life. Um, but this this specific lyric that it's talking about is is saying, you know, people that are different in different situations, um, and not necessarily like you know me. I can be different in different situations where I can think on my feet, you know, when I when I am in pressured and when I'm stressed, and not not things like that where I I become this decision maker in times of um, pressure. It's not something like that. It's more like someone who puts on different personas in order to be manipulative um, or to change or alter people's perception of them. And so that's what this this line is introducing, is that this person has multiple personalities, essentially, but not in the medical way. <laughs>
1: Keeping up with your facet is making me.
0: so you've probably noticed this by now but there's this weird like sound in the recordings that wasn't a good impersonation of the sound at all but i'm doing the best i can with my human vocal capabilities but that is just the sound of my weighted keys on my keyboard and so it definitely gets picked up in the recording so just try your best to ignore that and just listen to the melody and the lyrics But that part is said, keeping up with your facade is making me crazy, making me lose my mind. And that I loved to put in, in context with the whole, you have a lot of faces that you you keep in your closet and you put on when you need them. It's very confusing and uncomfortable for an outsider to keep up with all these faces and all these personas. And it kind of makes you go crazy because you don't know who to expect or how they're going to act or... You know, if they're on your side that day or if they're going to stab you in the back.
1: You keep trying to make sense of what I say. I don't think you understand that you're in your own way.
0: That part is kind of sassy. It says, you keep trying to make sense of what I say, but I don't think you understand that you're in your own way. And that was my way of saying, sort of in the, along the lines of, and Shattered, where we're trying to justify our actions, it sort of sounds like this person is trying to justify their multiple faces, and, um, but, you know, the, the narrator, which isn't necessarily me, again, because it's not from a personal experience necessarily, but this person is saying, I don't think you understand, you are in your own way, you, you are causing this for yourself. Um, you are the one that has collected these faces. You're the one that keeps them in your closet and, and wears them, you know, when you need them. So that was interesting.
1: All I need to do is take off lace.
0: really like the mo- the sort of minor tone that that brings in and not that the song was very super happy in the beginning but it definitely is like you add them piece by piece that part I loved that um, and it's just capitalizing again on the part that you know all you have to do is strip down to one face like you don't have to have all these multiple faces but instead you keep adding them on in times of pressure or stress or just any any situation you you run to having another to put on instead of taking it off and just saying this is who I am
1: too many faces to keep in one closet you could let them go if you were honest you
0: Ooh, I like how sinister it sounds at the end, Um, but it's saying too many faces to keep in one closet. So in the beginning, we were saying, yeah, you have a lot of faces in this closet, but by the end, we're saying you have so many faces in your closet that they don't fit. Now, I don't know how big this closet is, but the point is that you have too many because you should just have one, you know? Um, You should just be you, but instead, you have all these different personas that you're putting on for the sole purpose of manipulation, and so that that was something that I wanted to emphasize in that lyric specifically, and then it says you could let them go if you were honest, which again brings back the if you were honest part. Um, just saying again, you don't have to be a, a multiple, multiple-faced person. Like you can just be you. And and if if you think that the people around you aren't going to accept you in that way, then you know that's something that needs to be addressed, and that's something that needs to maybe be fixed with a different crowd or a different a different um, you know group that you call a family. You need to be able to have people that you can rely on to just trust that you are are you and 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 you can trust them that they believe that you are enough the way that you are that you don't need all these multiple faces so you know again it never said specifically like you are manipulative of me you know it could just be this this narrator is is recognizing all of these faces that this person puts on and it doesn't necessarily bring this connotation of i don't like this person it it brings the The message that I don't like this, you know, closet full of faces that this person keeps. It's not against the person, it's against, again, the faces that this person keeps. And I keep saying faces, but I think that's the best way I could put it on and and address that topic because... I know it's not uncommon to have people that can be, I hate I hate saying it, but, you know, two-faced. And, and that has such a negative con- connotation just because of, you know, it can be a negative thing, but not necessarily in a negative way, even though this song was based off of, you know, ma- manipulation. But yes, I, I thought that was an interesting song, a more sinister song, but I thought it was a cool song to go back to. So let's figure out what the next song is it looks like it's going to be sincere. Okay, this one is also not a super fun one, so not like this is a dumb song. <laughs> not fun as in rainbow and sunshines. Okay, here we go. I
1: don't want to take the risk that I'll make a mistake. And lose all I am to be part of a plan to be fake.
0: It says, I don't want to take the risk that I'll make a mistake. So it's again that, that not again, it's that feeling of, of, of failure, the fear of failure. And then it says, you know, to lose all I am to be part of a plan to be fake. And that I thought was interesting because it's talking, I mean, again, I wrote this song, but, you know, sometimes I just surprise myself with this song. Oh, by the way, this song was written July 5th. Or at least recorded July 5th, of 2019. And so I thought that was an interesting part to talk about was, you know, I don't want to lose who I am as a person, as a, as a human being, to be someone I'm not.
1: A fast track to success means nothing life. I'm sent.
0: I'm gonna pause it right there you can hear people's voices in the background which I thought was interesting just because again it's it's just for me I just need to remember what the song sounds like so it doesn't really matter to me if I can hear people's voices in the background but it says a fast track to success means nothing unless I'm sincere and so I thought that was a good point or a good lyric, at least, to kind of dive deeper into because because this whole song is talking about you know what society tells you you should be how society tells you you should be um, and and this whole sort of cultural mold that you're expected to fit into and so it's saying you know I don't want to be fake the line was like a fast track to success you know again what is success what is the definition of success because the cultural mold of success is probably different than what what this narrator's mold of success is and so again there's that indecision you know this uncertainty of what success really is. And so there's not only that, but then it's just saying it means nothing. Like even if I achieve what I believe success to be, it means nothing if I'm not sincere, if I'm not being myself and if I'm not being honest and true to who I am on my way there.
1: Everybody's telling me the way
0: Oh, my goodness. I started to say I and then I changed it to O, but that's okay. Oh, my goodness. I think that that is such an impactful thing to say. Such a bold thing to say is, you know, everybody's telling me the way way to be, how to lose care and live free, you know? And I think that that is definitely something that, I mean, our... Our society in in America is based a lot on hard work, and I do acknowledge that, but I do think that there is a lot of of stigma around, you know, working too hard. And again, this whole, I don't know necessarily how I want to articulate this, but, you know, there's this idea of success being from working super hard and, and from working almost overwork, probably definitely overworking yourself. And most likely the end goal that they base the success on is money or even in some cases fame or, you know, however you want to define your success. But in this in this lyric, it's saying it's talking about losing care and living free. And that's also something that I I believe that we like to value and and being carefree and living without stress or anxiety and. And sometimes I think we take that too far because in a sense, it can be a good thing that, oh, you know, you, you're in control, that feeling of having control and having, Having everything together and being responsible and things like that, versus almost so carefree that the things that should matter stop mattering, and the things that are your responsibilities start being somebody else's responsibilities or no one's responsibilities, which is even worse. Um, and so that was something that I thought was a good thing to talk about because it's a little interesting, a little a little brave of this this writer to talk about. <laughs>
1: success
0: don't need each other. It's one or the other. Ooh, that one is a good one too. Passion and success don't need each other. It's one or the other. And uh, yes, I rhymed other with other, but that is besides the point. The point is that you're saying, and in this part, it's definitely talking about money being the definition of success, that you don't need to have passion in your career choice for you to be successful because they don't need each other. Essentially, if you want success, you got to, you got to work hard and you probably won't enjoy it, but then you'll get money and you'll be successful. But if you follow your dreams and you follow your passion, then you're probably not going to get paid for it and, or at least not very well, and you're just not going to be a successful person. Sorry about ya. Ooh, ooh, yep, yep, she said it. Okay, well, there is a lot of repeated lyrics after that because the chorus gets repeated again. So there's not much more that I want to add without completely giving the whole song away. Goodness, do you think I'm just going to tell you the whole song right now? (laughs) No, no, no. You're just going to have to find out when I post it. And I don't know when that'll be, but you'll be on the look for it. All right. Okay. The next one I have is On My Mind. This is a song that I wrote... Probs two hours on my bed. I recorded it May 3rd. So keep in mind. This was um, I was still in school um, Well, not in school in school. I was still doing online virtual school and I was probably You know, I don't really necessarily know when my roughest part of quarantine was not the quarantine is over or anything but there was a part where or at least there was a point where I was pretty unmotivated to do basically anything and i wasn't feeling happy i guess and that's not necessarily something i love reflecting back on but i will say that this song it it the whole point of the song was just to write literally anything that came to mind and put it to a melody so this song is kind of all over the place so there's no main message behind the song um and so whenever i do record it and publish it you'll hear how sort of chaotic it is and there are some lines in there that are just weird but it's what came to my mind. So let's give it a listen and you'll see what I mean.
1: Sit in bed, sing with my guitar, cause I like the way it sounds. Sing whatever's on my mind, because no one else is around. My cat is right next to me, laying down. I swear if cats could smile, he would frown at me.
0: That's very true. Meowstash, my, my cat, he is a, he's a black cat. I love him to death, but he has probably one of the most intimidating stares ever. So, yes, that line, very true. Very true.
1: There times when I stand up, my iron deficiency makes me fall to the ground.
0: I think we can all relate to that. Continue. Okay.
1: I'm in school and I swear that's a sentence I never thought I'd hear me say. Here I am at home with school on my laptop missing my friends more and more
0: every day. Again talking about the idea of being at school and not necessarily getting the social interactions that come with school because I mean, I am grateful. Don't get me wrong that I have access to education. Um I just I know that like most people, it's not necessarily the most exciting thing we get to do every day and so the fact that we get that, the, the social interactions we get with, with some of our best friends and our favorite teachers and our, our community that we get to build within the building, and that um, kind of gets stripped away from you and you're left with the part that's not the most exciting. So um, it's a necessity, but it's not necessarily my favorite part. Um, I'm grateful, don't get me wrong, but yes, that's what that lyric is about.
1: I'm a homebody, I shouldn't have any problems, I like staying home anyway. But too much of a good thing could be a bad thing, and it sounds like we're barely
0: halfway. In this, I can definitely hear how tired I am because my voice has this sort of raspy sound to it. <laughs> it was probably because it was like 11 o'clock at night, and I had been singing for two hours because I was writing the song, and I sing as I write, and I sing the lines multiple times over and over again, um, hoping that inspiration will just come to my mind. Um, and so <laughs> I can definitely hear how how tired my voice is at this point. But, yes, I definitely agree that at that point, I was, I mean, it was on my mind. Um, how, how long is this going to last? And, yes, I am a, a homebody, you could say, and I enjoy staying home, and, and sometimes I'd rather stay home than go do things. But when you're staying home all the time, it sort of loses that, that comfort that I used to have. With it, and so that's what I was talking about, that too much of a good thing can turn into a bad thing. And that's, that's where I was at that point.
1: Part of me can't but wonder who will hear my songs. Will they want to sing along?
0: And that was what I was thinking. I was thinking, who is even going to listen to this song? Who is even going to take time out of their day to listen to the three minutes of this song? Who is even going to care? but it is a little upsetting sometimes when you feel like you worked so hard on something even though the initial you know premise behind it wasn't for others but when you don't see the reaction from others that you sort of subconsciously want then it's like oh well what was the point but then again you remember that that wasn't the point in the first place you know um and so I have to remind myself that a lot of times that like literally the reason I post things on my youtube channel like my music and everything is so that I have essentially a library of my music and um that my family has access to it no matter where they are the the few friends that legitimately do listen to my music I have one of my friends who messaged me one time and said that they loved one of my songs so much like they listened to it and they they know all the words and I was like oh thank you like that that makes me happy um but again at the same point like it was literally for me and for my family and so sometimes I just have to remind myself but that was where that came from
1: I try to try my best to act how I should and sometimes people just get me wrong I and have a
0: also known as my mom. That's another thing that I, I mean, this whole song, I'm not going to skip over a lot of it because I think there are a lot of lines because it was whatever was on my mind that I just, I really relate to because, you know, in contrast to any of the other songs where it wasn't necessarily me that was the narrator of the song, you know, this is all from my head. And so this is... All things that I have thought about and and think about still sometimes and in this part where I was like I try my best to act how I should I think there's a lot of ways that that can be interpreted as me being someone I'm not like being fake just so that people think that I'm a good person and I don't ever want it to seem like that Um, but I do think that sometimes we overcompensate we think that we need to be be better for people to like us i definitely can remember some times where i tried to change just so that people would like me and those were never times where i was happy with the relationships that i had and so just (laughs) remembering that hey you know, even when people get you wrong, because sometimes people do just don't understand you. I can't let how they interpret me or how they see me or perceive me or anything like that change who I am and how I how I act. And then the part about my mom being my full-time proofreader is somewhat funny, um, but it's also really related to that previous point of me just wanting to come off the right way and, and not rub anyone the wrong way and not make the wrong impression I I, I know that I compose myself pretty decently, and I've had instances where people tell me that you're actually pretty articulate when when you need to be, and I was like, oh, you know, thanks. Um, but a lot of times, I I mean, I don't see that because all I feel is just these nerves, and I'm anxious, and and so just being, I'm so careful as to how how I word things. And that definitely comes off even in my writing and my text messages. And sometimes if I have an important message that I need to send someone, I'll send a screenshot to my mom and be like, does this sound good? Does this sound mean? Does this sound right? Like, I mean, it's something I do sometimes. And I'll even, I'll even ask a few friends if they're involved in the situation and see what their perspective is on it. And, and sometimes I can justify that by saying, I'm just really trying to make sure that I'm, you know, handling things the right way, but I do think a lot of it is motivated by the fact that I just don't want anyone to hate me. So, there's that.
1: Hands get shaky and my voice gets weak for stupid things like wanting to speak. What happened to me that didn't care what people think? Amen. It's toxic looking at a phone these days. A constant search for constant praise. I said it but at times I was to find a way to get wrapped up in some earthly praise.
0: Again, you can hear how tired my voice is and that, but again, this is a line that I just didn't want to skip over because I was talking about how it's toxic to look at these social media platforms and everything, like I talked about before, where you're just searching for, you know, praise, but again, I said it's earthly praise, like it literally should mean nothing, And, and why do I care so much? about it and even though i i convince myself that i don't like you still get upset at times and so just having to ground myself and and realize that you know that's not what really matters and apparently that was on my mind when i was writing the song and keep in mind it was not long after i was talking about who listens to my songs so there's that dang i'm really getting open and honest on here aren't i (laughs)
1: But I try to stay grounded, I try to stay real, I hate to pretend and ignore how I feel. I put my finger trying to catch my pizza, and if that's not real, then I don't know what is.
0: I'm just... I'm just gonna leave it at that. I don't... I don't think that needs any explanation, okay?
1: in the past i might have said that events are just events it doesn't matter if you go they are insignificant and now i might not have them i've been lying to myself you don't cry over things that are like everything else
0: specifically in this i was definitely talking about a lot of trips that i had planned for the summer that got canceled typically a ciy trip that takes about a week i was planning to go to camp allendale um, for a week, and I had banned for a week in June, and I was going to have two weeks of banned in July, and so that's five weeks already in the short summer that we have on this balanced calendar. Trying to cope with that was not necessarily easy because am I'm, I'm pretty sure at that point I had just gotten news that a lot of them were canceled um and i was not happy about that and i was lucky that i still have a chance to go next year it wasn't my my absolute last year but i was still robbed of of that experience and i was i was a little upset about it but that's what that came from that's really the last important thing in the song um so let's go into a segment and we'll talk about the most recent song i have written Hello, guys. Before we continue this podcast, I just wanted to, and this was something I have been thinking about from the beginning, but to have a few guests on this show. So, if you are someone who has been listening along and you feel like you have something that you think would be great food for thought to serve, let me know. And this is a great platform to use to have that opportunity to share your ideas or topics on that issue. So, I'm not going to go into super depth about um, anything like that. But if you would love, or if you have an idea of what you want to talk about, and you're like, oh goodness, that would be a great thing to talk about on the Mind Menu podcast. Then you can message me on the Mind Menu Pod Instagram account, and I will let you know some more details about it. We can get in contact through there, and that would be a great way to possibly be featured on this podcast. I actually have a few people that I'm planning on asking already because they have been through situations with me, and I thought it would be a great idea to have them put their input onto that specific topic. Topic. But if you, again, if you have any sort of, you know, cool inspiration that you would like to share, then let me know at the Mind Menu Pod Instagram account and I will get back to you. All right. Now, after I get back to you when you message me, let's get back to the podcast. Yes. 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 All right, here we are. We've made it through four songs, and now it's time for the very last one. And the very last one is called Need to Know, and it's sort of sassy, and I've been working on it, and I finished it as of the 23rd of June. So, if you are excited, then keep listening. I was going to say, like, do something or say something, but I clearly can't hear you. So, just just keep listening. Just keep listening. All right. Okay, I still brought it down half a key. Oh, no, me leaving notes keys. to myself. Two oh, goodness. Steps.
1: Okay, I brought it down two steps. Repost, retweet, anything that, or just feels good.
0: that was an interesting line I, I want to talk about because um, it sort of sounds very sarcastic, um, and it, it sort of is. It says, repost, retweet, read anything that trends or just feels good. And I think that that is very common in in our social media culture is to, is to see something and just go along with it because it just, it just looks like it makes sense, but you don't know anything else other than what you saw. And I mean, if it's on the internet, then it has to be true, right? <laughs> Again, this is not necessarily about any specific person. This is another instance where it's it's this narrator talking to a fake individual, I guess, and, and, and this fake individual that they're talking to is someone who thinks that they think for themselves, but they don't, you know? Think the things you think because your friends say that you should. Like, it shouldn't be that way, you know? But I do think that there are instances where people aren't as informed as they should be on whatever it is before you make an opinion, or before you share something in person with someone, then make sure that you, you know what you're talking about before, before arguing about something. You can't just agree with someone because they make you feel like they're right. Like, you need to decide things for yourself. You need to think for yourself. That is another line where I talked about in the beginning where I would talk about it later on when I got to the point But this is the point where it's a paraphrase of what someone says what I mean by that is if if I were to write the lyrics out I would put quotation marks about that line, what you say offends me, but don't ask me why, because it would be what this fake individual says and not necessarily what the narrator is saying. So what you say offends me, but don't ask me why. And what, what that means is going along with the line of, you know, I have this opinion, but I'm not informed on it. So I can't like back myself up. But because you went against my opinion, then oh my goodness, like I am offended.
1: <laughs> not subscribe to this game. you want to save the last word for yourself blocked because you don't
0: feel like you're in anything else <laughs> i definitely forgot the lyrics at that part because i stumbled over my words i was like blocked because you don't <laughs> but anyways the words were um not subscribed to the scam where you hear what you want to because you want to save the last word for yourself blocked cuz you don't feel like hearing anyone else. And that goes along the lines of the social media aspect of, you know, blind following things um and talking about, you know, you're subscribed to something that's essentially a scam because, you know, you don't know anything about it and it's it's a scam where you only hear what you want to hear so that when you get to talk you get to save the last word for yourself and that person you block or or you just choose to ignore because they're not agreeing with you and that's the wrong way to go about things the right way to go about things is to is to be open about about what you think and be open to opposition because that's the only way you can you can learn both sides, because to be well-rounded, you have to understand all sides of the situation. So, you know, no matter what that situation is that you're in, it's important to be an open-minded individual and not just block people because they don't agree with you.
1: Unless there's something new to do, just assume that I don't...
0: So that line right there, it says, unless there's something new to tell, just assume that I don't need to know. And that's that's the narrator saying, hey, unless this is going to change, unless you're going to be open to listening to op- any sort of opposition, then just assume that what you say, I don't need to know. Because it's not worth this narrator's time to try to prove their side or try to present an argument if it's not ever going to be heard.
1: Does it get to your mind?
0: That was an interesting line. It says, "Does it get to your mind living in a constant fight of what seems to be you and everyone else?" Goodness gracious! It sounds like you're arguing with everyone. Um, and so that's what that line is saying. Like, yeah, you pretty much sound like you're arguing with everyone. Does it ever like bother you that maybe everyone is opposing what you're saying? (laughs) Maybe.
1: you're wrong but never take the time to really hear it all but- that
0: part is another part where i would put it in quotation marks it says you say and then in quotation marks it would say here's how i know that you're wrong but then it would go on as the narrator says but never take the time to really hear it all so this person this fake individual is saying hey you're wrong here's why i know you're wrong but they're not listening to all that you're presenting you know, again, they're hearing what they want to hear, they're subscribed to the scam where they only hear what they want to hear.
1: Only your opinion counts, and others never come close to being anything worth your time, and that's what really shows.
0: Only your opinion counts, and others never come close to being anything worth your time, and that's what really shows. Mm, I don't even think that needs any explanation, I think that part is pretty straightforward. And I hear... So that part, it says, and I hear you, but, so again, that would be a, not necessarily a quotation mark, just like an object, a noun, a, I hear you, but, you know, when, when you're talking to someone and you're like, okay, I hear you, but here's how what I think. Saying I hear you, but doesn't mean anything if you never heard them, you know, if you're, if you're oblivious to their argument and you're, not necessarily oblivious, just ignorant and, and blinding that part of the opposition out of your vision, you know? It's probably best just not to say anything because, you know, you're not going to listen. So that part says, unless there's a different story to tell, just assume that I don't need to know. And that part that says, unless there's a different story to tell, which is in place of the unless there's something new to tell. I believe that's what it was because this is right after them saying you know you're subscribed to the scam where you only hear what you want to hear and nobody else's opinion counts and unless unless you can tell a different story that that's not the case then just assume that I don't need to know whatever else you have to say because it's not gonna matter what I say to it you
1: know Wasn't make you start to doubt? The maybe your argument's only foundation is that it is told to your own
0: narration. That one was so good. It says. You talk over me to drown me out. Doesn't that make you start to doubt that maybe your argument's only foundation is that it is told through your own narration? I felt so happy when I finished that line cause I, I started it and then I was like, I don't really know where this is gonna end. But then when it hit me that that's how it was gonna end, I was like, yes, that is the point I'm trying to tell is people who will argue something and they believe they're right. And they're going to argue over any sort of opposition. You know, doesn't that make you start to doubt that if you're not willing to listen to the other side, that maybe the only thing you're arguing has going for it is that it's told the way you want to okay so that part it says it was probably hard to hear because the piano was pretty loud during that part but it said speaking but your headphones are turned up too loud the volume of your voice is turned to proud and okay so let me explain that a little bit the speaking but your headphones are turned up too loud imagine a person who has their headphones up too loud they're talking so loud right like they don't understand how loud they're talking because they can't hear anything else around them All they hear is what they're feeding into their ears so if all you can hear is what you're letting yourself listen to and your voice is the loudest one don't you think that's an issue so speaking but your headphones are turned up too loud and then it says the volume of your voice is turned to proud okay i understand that proud is not on the number spectrum of how loud a volume can get but if you are a proud individual to the point where it's almost arrogance then yeah it's going to be pretty cranked, you know, because you can imagine a person that is so arrogant that they don't believe they could ever be wrong, they're the ones that are going to be most likely talking the loudest. The volume is going to be turned up the loudest. So that was another point that I was like, oh, I felt really good about the lyrics in this bridge. But then the end of the chorus, how we end the song, is like this. It says, you know, the volume of your voice is turned to proud, but that's not me. That's not me.
1: Unless we can talk civilly Just assume that I don't need to know
0: So I clearly forgot that I changed the lyrics to something different, but you do hear what the intentional um, lyrics were supposed to be. And that is, unless we can talk civilly, just assume that I don't need to know. And that just really hits home with this entire song is about just, unless you can, you know, acknowledge both sides, unless you're willing to hear any sort of argument against your position, then just don't share it. Like, there's no need to share your opinion because that loud, arrogant flaunting of hey, I'm right is most likely not going to change anyone's mind. And so if that's what you're after, then that's not the way to get it. So that was, I think, one of the most emotionally sassy songs that I've written. I'm not gonna lie, it was a pretty sassy song, but I loved it a lot. So if you enjoyed this type of episode where I sort of tell you the behind-the-songs, um, kind of like a behind-the-scenes, but behind-the-songs, you know, if you liked this, then go ahead and like this podcast, like this episode, leave it a rate or a review on Apple Podcasts, and I would love to do this again with any future songs that I create. Hopefully I'm able to produce them at a more productive rate, um, but um, I have other projects that I'm also working on. At some point, hopefully these, these will come out, and when they do, I will let you guys know on the Mind Menu pod Instagram. I will let you know when these five songs get produced. It may be in like 2060, but the, it will happen at some point in my life. So I will let you guys know when that happens. In the meantime, you can subscribe to Michaela Millington on YouTube, and you can hear some of the other songs that I've written that I have published on there, as, lo- as well as some covers and some Christmas music that I put out. <laughs> be sure to follow the Instagram account that I have for my Menu Pod, and if you're interested in any sort of other music from me. You can follow Michaela's music. That's Michaela's period music on Instagram. And yeah, that's about all that I have. I really enjoyed this episode, and I will see you guys next episode. Bye!